Stereo. The 99%. Exclusive interviews with emerging artists. Okay, welcome back to the 99% podcast. We are here with Miss, um, an incredible band from Ireland. Um, and I'm so excited because I think you guys um, are the first uh, Irish band that I've actually interviewed and been Irish, obviously, I'm biased. So welcome to the 99% podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what the music industry is like there, um, but tell me, tell me where you guys are from, and in your in in your opinion, what the music scene is doing there right now. What you're liking about it, what you're not liking about it. Uh, so we're a band from Dublin, and Dublin's the capital city of Ireland. So it's well, it's about 1.5 million people. So it's you know, it's not the biggest place in the world, and um, but the music scene is. It's a huge, huge part of of Dublin City and and of Ireland in general. So for us, it's really hard actually to kind of make a place for ourselves as a kind of alternative rock band. There's a lot of indie bands about. There's lots of songwriters. Um, like there's, I don't know. There's even like pops and facts, loads of electronic acts. There's a, a fair, fairly big metal scene. Um, so music is a huge part of city life for us. But um. I don't know. We find we found our little place, I suppose, in a way. Somehow, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> there's a lot of competition because there's not actually that many venues as such for um, mm. for acts to play in. So uh, it's fierce competition, but uh, yeah, we beat people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're here. We're victorious always. Um, yeah. Well, you're you're going to be in the, the the academy soon, right? Yeah, that's on November third. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. It's like our first time going with um like uh, selling our tickets through Ticketmaster. Like usually we handle like all the like kind of promotion and stuff ourselves, but then this this time we're going with them. So it's like it's it's just a massive change for us at the moment. Yeah, um, and, and I think yeah, it's 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 small wins like that. I remember the first time we started selling on Ticketmaster, I was like, Oh, I've made it. Um, <laughs> um little did I know. Little did I know at <laughs> yeah. the time. Um, so, okay, perfect. So, um, yeah, I, I, like for me, I, I understand that music industry over there and, and it is super competitive and there can be a little bit of, you know, clickiness and you have to run with a certain crew and all of that stuff. How do you navigate that in terms of the industry? Like, do you guys have, you know, frustrations when it comes to your own market? I don't know. Like, I mean, I think... Like, I think it's because, because like, we keep, like, like a lot of what we do, like, in-house. So, like, any kind of frustration we have is either, like, with ourselves or with venues, I guess. Like, I mean, there's there's not, like, a whole pile of outside kind of hate for people because, like, the, the industry is what it is. So, like, I think if you're, the fact that, like, kind of we're in a position where we're, we are, like, selling out venues consistently enough is, like, it, it has made it, like, a little bit easier to kind of get booked or be able to book venues so like i think anything any like kind of frustration probably is maybe on our own part for not like giving it a little bit more yeah it's, <laughs> it's definitely hard. like <laughs> i think with the, like you're right there definitely are clicks yeah. um in the dublin and the irish music scene um particularly like, particularly indie rock i think is a big one yeah. and like and, and calling it a click is necessarily saying that it's like a negative thing. thing it's no. just you know there's always going to be 
there's always going to be clusters of you know different genres of music that are up and coming at certain periods in time and i think in in ireland at the moment it's definitely indie music so for us as a more heavier rock group with you know a violin and female vocals and hip-hop sort of stuff happening and metal kind of coming into it as well it's really hard for us to find our own little place in in, in particularly in, with those clicks being so popular so for us to kind of take the initiative to just run our own gigs like that that's sort of that was our way of out of the frustration of having mm. to to work our way and find our way through a scene that's quite um saturated with stuff that isn't really us so yeah. that's kind of how we we managed that um last night i went to see hosier in the wiltern in los Ooh. angeles he's he's doing uh three sold out shows here and yeah. i think that the irish are adored pretty much everywhere around the world um do you guys have plans to break out of ireland yeah we definitely have yeah. plans to yeah 100 <laughs> yeah. plans i think like at the moment it's like i mean like even when you're like looking at the uk it's uh it's 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 tough like going into like a country like like that and not really knowing like kind of bookers like it's obviously all done through like email or like like sometimes facebook so when when you're kind of contacting them and you've like you're just like you're not like an english band they they are more reluctant like kind of in in their approach to kind of giving you like like slots either in venues and like Slots and venues, maybe like on a Tuesday night, is like that's tough to get, and like that's easy to get over here. So I think it's it's a lot tougher to kind of go go into the UK at the moment because their like their music scene is is very as competitive as like kind of Dublin is being at the moment. Yeah, and and I think you know, like for for me, I I started my career in in Ireland, and I ended up I've been in LA just over three years now and I think um, in hindsight I think part of it is it's very comfortable at home because you you have the support of like when things get really like when you're challenged and you're frustrated or whatever you have the support of your friends and your family and yeah. you know you know the venues you want to pick and you know yeah. you know what you're aiming for in terms of vision I think when you go to a different country I think all bets are off because you're out of your comfort zone straight away. And then for me, choosing Los Angeles, it was very much like, honestly, like our top 20% of everything, you know, like whether that's musicians, uh, models, like creatives. I think when you come to LA, you go, no matter how, how big a fish you are in the pond over there, you go into the bottom 20% over here and then you have to work your way up and establish yourself yep. and establish an audience or whatever. Um, and from listening to your music, like I, I genuinely think you have, you guys have the ability to do so because it's quite unique what you guys are doing. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Very big compliment. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I'm saying is get your shit together. <laughs> no pressure no pressure uh, okay so let's get the interview back on track in terms of we don't I, I don't actually interview a lot of bands um, and people always ask me you know are you a band are you in a band I'm like no uh, I have enough to be dealing with myself don't mind three or four different people how do you how do you guys work that dynamics of 
keeping it professional, keeping it friendly? You know, have you any advice to people who are starting bands of, you know, things to do or things not to do? Um, You have to be honest with each other. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, like, if, I don't know, you have to know where each person's at at, in their lives that time and, I don't know, you know, be honest if what they're playing is terrible or if any you know, ideas that they have are good or when things are really good, like let people know that mm-hmm. you're, you like the sounds that they're making when you're writing music or, you know, on stage, if you have suggestions of what people can or yeah. can't do, you know, you have like, but it's, it's honestly, like it's a like critical honesty, but like yeah. not, not to be mean, you know, to, yeah. to be like positive and support each other. Good at making good music. Yeah. yeah. And keeping and, each other kind of happy, you know. And where does ego play into it? And, you know, like, is there always a Beyonce of the band? Like, is there all, like, for me, I always look at it as in, you know, some people make people the front, the, the, the front person. Is that something that you guys do? Or is it something that you collectively as a group are, you know, all stand to the front? Like, how does that work in terms of, even from an ego perspective, it's, it's a very interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, I think I think we all want Alex to be the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't think Alex is the type of person that uh, wants to be the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wants to play behind a curtain. <laughs> I, I'm the singer. That if that makes it any clear, yeah, yeah. why they want me to be out in the front. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think you guys want me to be the front. Yeah, it's probably because mm. I'm the singer. It makes sense to have you know the singer yeah. who's you know talking to the audience and saying mm. words that people can understand it's not just notes on a page and noise yeah. um if i did it as a drummer it'd be weird yeah, yeah. kind of strange <laughs> if the drummer is out front but i mean it, yeah but for me like i i love performing and playing music but i don't necessarily love the the talking to people like as in oh thanks for coming like that. I, I find that really hard. That's I think that's a huge challenge as a Yeah, as a I do not like talking to people. So No, I mean <laughs> I mean talking to the audience, you know, like the actual like speaking and get, trying to engage them aside from the music. I think that's really, really challenging. Well for me it's quite challenging. And what do, do you uh, what do you think that is? With different you, that I was playing with? And uh, I ended up just going off on loads of tangents and telling loads of stories and then just wasting loads of time. And then just, great. after a while, I realized, oh, wait, we have to play music now. <laughs> so. and, and as an artist, what, what do you actually think that is? Do you think that comes down to a confidence thing? Do you think it's to do with, a, you know, because music is, is, is very personal. When you sing, you sing. I think, mm. you know, it's already in your head. You can hear the music. You can feel the music. But do you think that's a confident thing, Alex, in terms of when when you stand up there that it's it's confidence or you get shy? What what is that? I think most performers plan I think there's a lot of planning must go into it. That that's what I've learned over time. Is that I think you have to go on knowing what you're gonna say. And and once you know what you're gonna say, you can build up the confidence and practice in speaking. Like I, we can practice singing and playing music and mm-hmm. all those things in practice, you know, in rehearsals all the time. But like, we don't stand. We don't stand in the rehearsal room, and I'm going to go. Okay, now it's my time to talk, and this is what I'm going to say about this song. You know, we don't do that. Like, no. even though it's actually a huge aspect of the performance, so it's probably a mixture of 
planning and preparation but then yeah confidence coming into it too because I'm confident singing like I I could sing all the time and never get worried about that but when it comes to directly talking to the audience that that's that's a challenge so yeah probably a bit of planning and a bit of bit of experience okay. maybe psyching yourself up a bit more Perfect. which is silly because, because most people find the singing some people find the singing is the hard bit they can talk no problem you know it, it's just a yeah. personal thing I suppose experience well I, I think there's there's two parts to it in terms of the way I kind of look at it is there's there's so many different things to being an artist in this day and age like it's not just about the music anymore and you know the big elephant in the room is always the social media and your social numbers and the perception and the PR and all of that stuff around it and I think you're exactly right in terms of I see like I see artists who are very rehearsed in every aspect of their life and I think because they present a perception to the world and I think that's what people like they like that smoothness but also on the other hand they like the vulnerability of you know when they see an artist who's nervous speaking to the audience because it resonates that's human nature right but I think the best artists in the world you know like when you when you're watching someone like a hosier last night which because I, like, I know his management team I go to like most of his shows when he's in town he's so humble but yeah yeah there there is a there's a prep like he has he has his jokes and, you know, it's, he tells a story about being from Ireland and all of that stuff. And I think that it's an element of preparation, but also it's, you get to see who he is as a person as well. And he left you in. Definitely. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. genuine. But he's, yeah. yeah, he's very genuine. And I think even with his music, you can tell between his music and his like personality on stage, you mm. can tell it's just him. There's no more to it. You know, like yeah. he, like he is, just Andrew, how was your burn on stage? You know, whereas yeah. a lot, I think the competition is that there are a lot of artists, like you said, everything's rehearsed and everything's planned and prepared, and their whole yeah, yeah like presence on social media is this image that they want to create. So I think pe- with people like Hosier, it's you can see that it is just him, and he he's definitely someone to admire in that respect. That there's no more to him than him, his personality shining through. It's he's 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 great and like that. Yeah, really humble. Yeah, and, and, and again, and I think the key is to stay, to stay originally who you are and then it's, it's then how big it actually becomes because at different stages of your career, obviously, you know, when if a label gets involved or if there's big budgets or it's a big budget tour, of course things change and it becomes slightly next level, but ultimately you should never change, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Very true. So... You guys are on Stereo, um, and obviously Stereo has been deemed the new radio for rideshare. So um, when people jump into the back of an Uber or a Lyft here in America and they hear your music for the first time, what is the intention? Like, what, what are you trying to make the audience feel with your music? I don't know. I guess alive or angry. That's what we go for. <laughs> yeah, angry but lo- over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it's like a relaxed angry. Like when you give someone like an evil look on the bus, but they can't see. That, that's like yeah. angry. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So we're trying to create anger in the world. I like. I don't know what it fits with my branding, but I'm sure it fits with your branding. Congratulations. Um. So. 
for anyone out there who's listening, whether it be your fans or whether it's on, on the stereo side, they're deciding to chase a dream or a music passion that they have and they're just at the beginning of their journey. What advice would you guys give collectively or individually to the individuals? Hang out as a band uh, outside of practice. Yeah. yeah. Get, get as, get as drunk and as humiliated <laughs> as possible with however many is in the band. If even Break all two those boundaries. Yeah, 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 exactly. Do not leave anything back. Know like, there what is the no other <laughs> person's, like what the underneath of their foot looks like. Um, and you, you should be okay. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then you can say whatever you like to that person and they'll they'll know that yeah. it's, it's, it's not a... Uh, Personal. It's, yeah, it's never a personal thing. It's like with us; like we can go into rehearsal rooms, rooms, and we can call each other just all sorts of names. Um, but that's that's not like creative. So I think when when you kind of break down the, that kind of barrier and you're just being honest with each other, like you can really do anything with that person. And also, Amazing. Don't be, don't be afraid to try stupid ideas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 hilarious. Mo- loads, loads of our stuff, like loads of our songs, has started as yeah. like almost a joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, yeah. hey, there's this really stupid riff I have. Okay, yeah. let's make it a song. And then we all just love it. Like, someone will come in and it's just like, I don't really think this will work. And then they'll play it. And yeah, it does. It's, yeah, it's just that it's just that atmosphere of not being afraid to kind of make a mistake in yeah. front of people because you know mm-hmm. they're either going to say no or they'll like it. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Amazing. Worst thing is to get the band. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys just played into the biggest stereotype of the Irish because you talked about getting drunk. So I get that all day, every day here. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Do you just drink all day?" I'm like, "No, actually, I don't even drink most of the time." Um, but I'm glad you guys are keeping Oops. the Irish dream alive. Um, Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys today and um, just tell us a little bit about some of the new and exciting things coming up for you guys this year and let let the audiences know where they can find you in terms of Instagram handles and websites and all of that stuff and music. So for like kind of at least in the near future, we've that gig coming up in uh, Dublin uh, in the Academy 2. On November 3rd, um, we should have some more new music out by then, followed by uh, maybe like another another video or two. Uh, and then 2019 will probably be maybe a little bit uh, kind of more focused on recording and uh, kind of a, a larger gig circuit. But uh, that's still kind of being planned at the moment. Um, and as far as like social media and stuff, like it's uh, it's all under the same name. So it's Myth Music Official. And that goes right through our Spotify, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. So it's all there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the 99% podcast today. You guys have been fun. I'm so excited and uh, I'm just excited I get to speak to, to Irish people. Um, <laughs> and um, thank you so much for taking the time. And I look forward to your meteoric rise and coming to <laughs> in America. I'm excited. <laughs>